everyone. Welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and today, like always, I'm joined by Jamie. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being on my show and discussing this wonderful movie with us. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> um, so today, viewers, we will be listeners. You're not really viewing us. We'll be discussing <laughs> the Netflix original movie, Horse Girl, which is a new release. It just came out like a week ago on Netflix. Um, and it seemed promising <laughs> <laughs> from the like trailer of it. Yes. And then it turned out to be a very strange movie that reminded me of the sort of movie that Unicorn Store was. If y'all mm-hmm. watched that when we did our, our podcast episode on Unicorn Store. Um, yeah, what 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 did you think? <laughs> <laughs> Holy um, crap. I know, I'm trying to think of even trying to, to give a little recap of what it was, but it's hard to it's, pin down. It, okay, so recap of... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very slow moving but very confusing and disjointed story of somebody who is either very mentally ill or is legitimately being abducted by aliens viewers choice yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) on how to interpret that (laughs) um so yeah first impressions or impressions in general i this is not a movie i would ever watch again yeah, I don't definitely. think it's a movie I would recommend to anyone. I think that if you were looking for a good movie to watch when you were like really, really stoned, I think this would, would, it would probably freak you out. Okay. <laughs> like if you wanted something that would be super cerebral and yeah. really, really make you trip when you were stoned, this would be a good movie. But beyond that, if you're not looking for that experience, I don't think I would recommend it. Yeah. Because it's hard too. Because I would like to say something like it's it's a really good depiction of someone's sort of descent into madness. But but is it? Is it? <laughs> like is that what we're supposed? Like it's the same fucking situation. At the end of Unicorn yeah. Store, there's a real fucking unicorn there, exactly. and then you're like, wait a second, I thought she was just going to be crazy. So at the end of this movie, she like floats off to the mothership. <laughs> And you're like, wait a second, why isn't she just institutionalized somewhere? No, exactly. And it's even, what's even more confusing is that it's not only her seeing it, because Joan, the her co, is it Joan? Whoever her yeah. co-worker is. Joan, she, yeah. She, at the very beginning, saw, like, the back end of a horse pass and I was know. like, what? And we find out later that it's her in the future. <laughs> so she's just, like, time hopping. And- right. And, okay, so this is the part of the movie that I didn't like the most was the fact that it's called Horse Girl, (laughs) but you don't understand. There is no attempt to explain the significance of her horse. Like, you get this, like, three-second flashback to where maybe there had been some sort of accident where that involved either her or somebody else, but that's it. Like, you don't 
there is no more explanation <laughs> given as to like why this horse is like i mean you you are you understand that it used to be her horse right. and she like sold it or something but like why did she sell it why didn't she keep it why is she so attached to it what happened with the horse in the past why is she the horse girl what is right. a horse girl <laughs> none of these questions are answered so don't go into watching this movie with the expectation that any of your questions will be answered by the end because right. they won't be. <laughs> well that's the thing because i felt like even at the end when she is sort of like abducted in front of all of us i <laughs> she of course goes to the trouble of getting her horse and taking it with her there and yet the horse isn't doesn't even ride abducted. it. Yeah, she doesn't ride it. And the horse is, doesn't come with her. So it's kind of like she gives in and like knows her fate. And she's like, I'm going. But she's like now abandoned this horse in the woods. In Hopefully someone finds it. In like, in like the forest behind a golf field. She's yeah. like just left this horse there. That's the thing. And yeah, we do see, yeah, we saw those flashbacks, which I think just lead us to believe that that's what happened to Heather, the girl that she was visiting. And then later, like in her dream state or whatever the fuck it was, she, uh, you know, went and crawled into her bed, supposedly. Like it's that girl, but I don't, yeah. Aside from that and like the fact that we're supposed to be like, okay, Sarah's got like this strange attachment to this horse and it sort of like weirds out the people who own the horse now. There's no there's no reason for the horse and the fact that we see the horse at the end and that's what Joan saw. That's the only real like connection, but I don't think that's strong enough to, you know, to name the movie after it. Like it's just the horse named Willow, in my opinion, is like a minor secondary character. who has No influence on the plot at all. Oh no. (laughs) So like, why did you name the movie after it? I don't understand. No, it makes zero sense. But I don't understand anything about the movie, so. Right. And it's not even like anytime she was around people, minus Heather, she's not even talking about the horse. So like no one would ever be like, oh, that's the horse girl. They're more like, that's the sleepwalking girl. That's the I'm talking to a wall girl. Right. That's I'm scratching through Rick's girl. Oh, like, that's the girl who walked into the store naked. Right. She's the one who bought all the peach fabric. Like, what is happening? She's known for a lot of other things before she's known for liking horses. Right. Like I would rather it be called like fabric girl or like peach or peach. or scratches on the wall. I don't know. <laughs> Or, or like alien girl. Yeah, alien girl. Clone girl. Or future girl. Or I don't okay, know. So let's let's see if we can piece together her life. And and, and assuming that like okay. everything that we, we see in the movie is actually happening and that she's not crazy, like right. these things are actually happening to her and she's experiencing all of this. Right. Let's see if we can figure out how her life actually unfolds. Because like we said, she kind of time travels a little bit. Apparently so, yes. So I think we were to believe that she is her own grandmother. Yeah. So time time is cyclical. She's her grandma. Okay. Right. Her and her grandmother are the same person. So she's got these photos of her grandmother. She doesn't realize this at the beginning. Of course. Right. So so she has these pictures of her grandmother where she looks like identical to her grandmother, which is not like super abnormal. Right. You look (laughs) a lot like your grandparents, but let's just assume that she is her own grandmother. Yeah. There's there's like a 
super hick country western song called I Am My Own Grandfather and the song goes into like this very long detailed explanation explaining how he is his own grandfather was it written, <laughs> that, was it written by Philip J. Fry no <laughs> it was not <laughs> who's Although, also his grandfather he was his own grandfather this did not involve time travel so much as just like incest but <laughs> oh okay <laughs> And like marrying your cousins, and it was—it's a really weird song. Look it up, guys. <laughs> so she is just actually the same person as her right. grandmother, and she lives. We're supposed to assume most of her normal life up until she is the age that she is now, and then her mother kills herself. And yeah. I think she goes crazy at that point, but yeah. let's assume she doesn't. <laughs> Okay. And what happens next? So after she does that, she after her her mother has like killed herself, she I guess becomes really reclusive. That's when she gets, I imagine, really into purgatory, watching that show. Yeah, really into watching the science fiction. Which you show could purgatory. argue is like what's if we are thinking psychosis, like that would argue sort of like how these sort of ideas start to become implanted because she does see the clone right. of Darren the in the show Darren and gets like freaked out and things like that. Yes. So she becomes sort of like reclusive, goes to work still, and she seems to be fine at interacting socially right. with people. So then she starts um, having these strange, like, like she's losing time, right. basically. She will find herself, for example, like, outside at a phone booth with, like, a phone receiver in her hands because there's still telephone booths where she lives, apparently. Yeah. And <laughs> and so it's like when she went to bed, it was 11.02, and after she has got up and slept, sleepwalked outside away from the house and got all the way back and her roommate's letter in, only two minutes have passed. But, like, 25 minutes before that, she'd received a missed phone call. So, like she's been gone for at least that long yeah. somehow so she's losing time Jeez. so she starts looking for explanations as to why this might be the case and yeah. she, and she also knows like in the back of her mind that her grandmother went through something similar to this right and it's not or, only losing yeah it, or uh, or it was her but <laughs> not well, only <laughs> yeah. not only losing time then too but or when she's like and sleepwalking and stuff. But we even have a moment where, we, you know, she leaves her car basically in the middle of the road looking at a right. water thing and then, you know, awkwardly has to have her, like, you know, mother's ex-husband pick her up and for some reason yeah. give her, like, $2,000. Yeah, okay, so that was weird. Like, he just hands <laughs> her a birthday card filled with cash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I'd turned that down, but also that was strange. Yeah, and then he's just like, Here, oh, you, you can just buy more? whatever you want. Here's the thousands of dollars in $100 bills. Right, and he's like, oh, do you need more money? Like, let me know. It's like, what are you doing? Greg, what was his name? Greg, I don't remember. Gary. Gary. <laughs> was her mother's husband who she believed was her dad for most of her life and then i guess found out as a teenager that it wasn't her dad so she doesn't actually know her dad which supports her theory yeah. that she is being abducted and cloned by aliens exactly so her time all of the different possible reasons that she might be losing time that's the one that she lands on yeah. <laughs> is that aliens are abducting her and they are cloning her and they are sending her back to earth and then when they've 
got enough information from her, they are like killing her off, basically. And this is just happening over and over again to her. Yeah. I guess is what she's thinking. And it's kind of interesting during the movie how sort of open she is about sharing that information with every single person. Like, like you poor think, Darren. Holy I know, shit. oh my God. Well, Darren, that entire story is a mess too. But like she even tells, you know, Joan right away. And Joan's just kind of like, this like, oh. sounds like what your mother went through. Like, or yeah. your grandmother or whatever. Grandmother, yeah. And, um, you know, then she sees that one doctor and she tries to explain to him the whole cloning thing. And he's basically like, you're kind of crazy. Right. Well, she says it so like casually, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. is there a test you could run to find out if I'm a clone? Right. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> like, dig up the original body and let's oh. test it out. <laughs> what? I wanted her to dig up that grave to see if there was actually somebody in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I guess, wait, there would be. There would be. If but she with was the a DNA clone, match. but not if yeah. she was the same person. Like if she was actually the same well, person and not a clone, yeah. which is like what she lands on at the end is that she's not a clone. She's the one same person who is being moved around in time by aliens, yeah. which is why she in, is her own grandmother because which, she lived that life. Right. In which case there could still be cloning going on with her mother being an True. actual clone of her. You True. know, who they tried to do something differently and it didn't work out clearly. Right. Um, I guess. And mm-hmm. that's just that's just like kind of what she once she realizes that she is not a clone. She is her own grandmother and she's being moved about by aliens. That's <laughs> kind of like then she goes through this really trippy experience of like, yeah. Seeing aliens and then having sex with Darren, who's not Darren, and then <laughs> kidnapping her own horse and yes. loading up into the sky. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that entire thing, like the the last bit where she, well, yeah, the last bit where she takes the horse <laughs> is like after that entire trippy scene. Because yes. like she remember she wakes up from that and she sees the girl who she's been seeing in her right like what we thought was maybe a dream which is interesting because I, I that's another you know add addition to the Support. theory yeah yeah um because she's like i fell asleep in 1985 and just woke up here like what? right <laughs> right yeah um so then after that after she's released which is kind of funny like i don't know that they would release someone after if they're like because at first she's like very convincingly being like yeah i understand like you're totally right it makes perfect sense and then she goes off into this thing like i know i'm not a clone i am my grandmother and the guy's like oh no i know i'm sitting here so like for for listeners who don't know my fiance is a psychiatrist (laughs) um, they're like the way that this woman is talking i'm like there is no way in hell they would just release her back into the wild when she's (laughs) crazy she might kidnap a horse and return to the mothership if they did you know they gotta keep her here so Yeah, yeah, so I was like, this doesn't seem realistic that they would just be like, okay, you're, you can go. I don't know what and limits we have on holds or whatever, but. I think, I, I think that they can hold you for 72 hours, maybe, like, and then you don't, like, you can commit yourself or something. I don't know. If you're a danger to yourself or others, they can hold you without and not yeah. let you leave kind of thing at, guess, at any point. I guess I she think. wasn't a danger. Don't me on that. Really. She wasn't, no. Although I thought but, um, she was going to stab Darren with the scissors. With a pair of scissors. In the graveyard. I think, I think Darren thought that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the most confusing aspect of this or aspects of this movie are all of the disjointed scenes that don't seem to connect to the story at all. Like, why does she have sex with Darren slash other Darren at the end? You know, like that didn't seem to tie into her story at all um, or like her any aspect of it at all. Why was she there doing that? You know, right. And that seems like a complete sort of fabrication because I think after how crazy she was to Darren, there's no way he'd be like all into it. And then of course yeah, he no. transforms into the show Darren. So it's kind of yeah, like, so yeah, it's weird. that makes me think that mm-hmm. like, she's just going more and more crazy. She shows up to work naked. Joan calls the police and they commit her. And that point, everything that happens after that is just like her hallucinating at a psych hospital yeah. <laughs> because I don't know how anything else could be the case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it totally could be like, she could also just be like, you know, seeing that girl because she wants to and stuff. Right. right. But it still doesn't, under, it doesn't, but we still have Joan at the end seeing the horse. So yeah. So like, what is with that? I don't know. That doesn't make That's sense. the only. Nothing about this movie makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is quite like unicorn store where we're just like, it's, what but, is even happening? I know, but with Unicorn Store, there we there was like a we came up with a good fan theory as yeah. to like what was actually happening with it. Right. This one doesn't have any. I can't think of any no. way that it actually makes sense. No, <laughs> beyond she's just crazy, and Joan just saw a horse walking down the street. Yeah, I mean that could be. <laughs> she didn't actually see Sarah holding the horse so maybe That's somebody true. else was just walking a horse down the street true, true. <clears throat> yeah it's just yeah it's curious a curious film yes I'm trying to think i don't anything have else. anything to say about it. <laughs> i have one quote by brian who says this is like belly dancing with centaurs yeah <laughs> when sarah and darren are dancing at the beginning yeah. back when sarah seems normal yeah, I think just before that, too, he goes, oh, my God, this is awesome. Ah. Like, watching them dance, I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that's all. I, yeah, I didn't write any quotes either because it wasn't really, really quotable. It wasn't. And so much of the movie, there wasn't even dialogue. It no. was just, like, Sarah staring awkwardly at things for long periods of time. Right. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing, too, like, all the staring and, like, scratching at the wall and stuff. I don't understand how that fits into the sort of like abduction futuristic whatever scenario it just seems kind of like crazy it supports the theory that she's insane yeah right that's (laughs) that she's doing these weird things without having memory of it right yeah but But aside from that i don't know how to like connect the two maybe she's just you know falling off the deep end and from the future I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Come, being from the future has made her go crazy. That or could the, be. the past. She was, oh, she yeah. was from the past. We're all from the past. She's so from she the, just well, got to the future faster than intended. She's from the past, but yeah, also at certain points can hear the future at least. Yes, that's also true. So. I forgot about that. Hmm. <laughs> so That doesn't help the situation. It does not. So perhaps one of our viewers will have yeah. a better understanding 
for the record, this got really shitty reviews too on like IMDb. <laughs> it had like a two point something. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we're not the only ones who were like, what right. the fuck is happening? And but. I mean, <clears throat> to be fair to all of our viewers out there, there may be one or two people who maybe really liked the film. Um, yeah. We're not movie critics, so we don't <clears throat> we don't have maybe the finest appreciation of what like true psychological mind bending films are. But as the layperson, <laughs> I was not a fan. I was not. I feel like a psychological thriller or something that calls like says that it's cerebral. It needs to be interesting and not yeah. just straight up confusing. Like <laughs> you have to be yeah. able to follow a storyline that makes somewhat sense, you know, and right. it's not just disjointed pieces and parts thrown together for the sake of it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I will say that the redeeming feature of this film is that I found the acting to be good. Yeah, if you if you're there are any fans of Community out there, the actress who plays Sarah in Horse Girl played oh. um, Annie in Community. So, oh, cool. Uh, she's a lot older in this than she was in Community, but <laughs> <laughs> but she's still yeah. recognizable. There you go. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much Horse Girl. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it besides <laughs> probably don't watch it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I really want to. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I said, if, if you're looking for a movie that might make more sense when you're really stoned, this, <laughs> this might, might be it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No promises, though. <clears throat> maybe. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, if you really enjoyed it or if you really didn't like it, you can let us know. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And we're always happy to hear. We know that you hear this every week and yet no one ever send us anything. But <laughs> we are happy to discuss anything that you would like. Um, this is bit... what happens when you don't give us suggestions. We start talking about films like Horse it's Girl. It's true. We get misled by <laughs> we trailers. We need guidance. <laughs> <laughs> so please, please reach out. Um, typically, we're, we, with enough warning we are happy to watch series we yes. love watching series but you know sometimes we get busy so yes well i mean even if you suggest a series on like a saturday we could just do it the next week or something sure. if we don't have time to watch it before sunday or whatever we'll get you to know that. we'll work it in yes we'll take any suggestions you send exactly. and we checked our email today for the first time in two months and nobody has sent us emails so so we missed nothing is what but saying. we also know that our last podcast was downloaded 113 times so you're out there listening and yes. you're not sending us suggestions yes so horse girl was it's really on you it's your fault <laughs> <laughs> exactly so on that note until next week <laughs> goodbye Bye.